Which one is Pamela Anderson? <sighs> she's not on the series yet. Yeah, she hasn't oh. arrived. She hasn't arrived. Are there any black people on the show yet? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. There's uh, one. Garner Ellerby. And uh, actually, Dr. Olsen was black in this episode. That's oh. true. He's not a regular character, but, but Garner is a regular character. Okay. And he's black? Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't have any black friends or family. He just exists I, in this white world. Yep. <laughs> I guess well, we just don't ever meet. We don't. His, yeah. He talked. He's talked about his wife. Is she black? Right? We don't know. Yeah. Um, she could be something else. She could be. Would that be a problem? I don't, know, I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot lately because, you know, De- Taylor Swift is dating this black dude. What? That's, that's the rumors. Really? Who? And a lot of people are just like, are we comfortable with Taylor Swift raising a black child? <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead and pick a character. Do it. Pick are you very comfortable with it? <laughs> wow. Who'd you get? Garner. No <laughs> nice. way. For real? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anna, would you? Uh, That's try? very funny. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, very exciting time. Um, Anna, can you read the roles that you're playing? I'm playing salesman, Captain Thorpe, Mm. mechanic, fisherman number one, and Mitch. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about Mitch? (laughs) Boy, can we. Mitch is David Hasselhoff's character. Oh, perfect. Oh, my God. He's a good man. He's a good dad. And he's an even better lifeguard. Okay. And uh, what about Captain Thorpe? Zach, how would you describe Captain him? Thorpe is very stern. He, yeah, he's in charge of all of Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He's, oh, he's an older man. He's older. probably perfect. Probably like fifty or something like that. Got it. He's a poor man's William Shatner. I'm calibrating their voices. <laughs> that is true. Calibrate. He is a poor. He's definitely a poor man's William Shatner. Got it. Uh, do you want to know about Fisherman Number One? Just uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some ideas. <laughs> yeah, go go with those ideas. Um, yeah, really make them your own, you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing J.D. Court. Uh, God damn it. Who I realized was only a part of the main cast in the second season. Yes. Is that correct? That is correct. And then was a guest the later on. second half of the season. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. For future seasons, I believe he's a mm-hmm. guest. Um He's a mid-season add-on because they, they felt they needed someone that was like explosive and exciting. Mm. A real uh, man. Yeah. A wow. real American man. He's from San Antonio, Texas, the actor. Oh, interesting. Did about not four hours away from where I went to high school. You know oh. so much about... <laughs> <laughs> the guy that played John D. Court, uh-huh. whose name I don't remember. His name don't was John Allen Nelson. Oh, okay. Wow. He's both an actor and a screenwriter. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Uh, Yeah, he's really cocky. He's a real son of a bitch. He's always scheming, but, you know, we're supposed to believe he has a heart of gold, I guess. Wow. That's going to be a real tough one for me to play. I know. Um, I'm also playing Garner, who I believe is the only black character on the show. (laughs) This is correct. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You, know, you guys want to describe him or do I pretty much got it? <laughs> God damn it, Edgar. You know, uh, he, oh. <laughs> he looks a little different than the rest of the mm-hmm. cast. Is he always coming in a room and telling a joke? Yeah. No. no. He 
he's always like, you're dating the wrong guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're on thin ice. But here's what he is always like. He's like, I don't like the water. I hate, <laughs> he's like, I hate water. Don't get me near say water. Say nothing more. I yeah. got it. Okay, um, actually, he's, a, he's, he's a, a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and uh, I think it's like in one of the first episodes. He we, we discover he got punished somehow, and because he hates the beach, he got assigned to be a beach cop. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So that's, that's perfect. Edgar hates the beach. I do hate the beach. I like water though. I like uh, swimming. I just hate the beach. You hate sand. A, this yeah, really I hurts. Like sand both Zach and I and our listeners to hear you guys say that you hate the beach. I love the beach. <laughs> I, I only wear jeans and sneakers to the beach. Oh, mm. gosh. Yeah, and unfortunately when you wear sneakers to the beach, what happens? Anna pushes you into a puddle and you ruin your <laughs> new NMDs. No, they get destroyed because it's the Teenager beach. Teenager voice and woman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your woman's voice sample. Hello, I am a woman. <laughs> and if you think that's not how a woman sounds, you got to question yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're the authority on how women sound. I think women can sound all kinds of ways. Yeah, that's Edgar's great. right. He knows what women are like way more than us. I guess that uh, Edgar has given all of us women permission to sound however we want to sound. Yeah, and Thank you, and Edgar. you can accept that permission. You're welcome for that. Yeah, sometimes I forget Edgar's worldview is women can only act with a man's permission. Hey, you know what? And I stand by it. All right, my roles are Eddie. Aww. Craig. Aww. Dr. Olson. Aww. And then Patrolman 1 wow. and Fisherman number 2. Very cool. Very Thank cool. You. Wow. What happened to Fisherman number 1? Honest playing Fisherman yeah. number 1. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess you weren't listening when I was talking. What's new? <laughs> Ooh. Heather, who you got? Ooh. Wait, do you want to tell them who Eddie is? Oh, so Eddie. Eddie is a uh, like young, I don't know what, it, like mid-20s guy from Philadelphia. Came out to be a lifeguard. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Everyone's like a something, something, but deep down a good guy. Yeah. Or a good girl or whatever. Yeah. Is that who Zac Efron was playing in the movie? Probably a similar type of character. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what his actual role was, but yeah. Um, yeah. He used and, to be a foster kid. Right. Oh, those are always yeah. trouble in television in the so 90s. He's got mm-hmm. some, he's got a little edge to him. But yeah. he's not problematic yeah. like John Court is. He, there's lots of episodes where he's got something on his mind that's bothering him and he just goes to the punching bag and he's punching. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, with like music playing. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. I got mm-hmm. it. Exactly uh, like that. Oh, my other main character is Craig. Craig is a weird role that they had in season one. He's a lifeguard slash lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's juggling two jobs at once. and uh, It makes him good at everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. He has dead eyes too. He does have cold dead eyes, which no one will get to see because this is a podcast, but still should be noted. Um, and I'm playing Shawnee. Shawnee is the most, uh, you would say girly girl lifeguard, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, she's very much, she can often be a damsel in distress and might be a little bit in this episode. Her and Eddie are dating. Wow. Um, um, I'm also playing official racer, <laughs> John Stoker, which honestly, why does John Stoker get a first and last name? He's he, he has some good lines in the his name episode, is John actually. Stoker. It's yeah. a good name. It's a very right. good name. It's Sorry. it's like if you're like, who's a bully, a race, a water ski racing bully. What's his name? John Stoker seems like the right name. That's true. And that's what they came up with. 
You have yeah. one other main character you're playing, right? What was it? Uh, main character for this episode, Gwen. Oh, yeah, Gwen. Who's going to be, spoiler alert, the love interest of J.D. Court Ooh. this episode. Ooh. But he's like another dame, another day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like um, He's one of those. One but of those. everyone thinks he's really cool. He's like the 007 of... Of Baywatch? <laughs> he thinks he's the 007 of Baywatch. Yeah. He's okay. also a fool. The history okay. of this show is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten into it on the show? A little bit. It got canceled after its first oh, yeah. season yeah. and then survived through syndication. Yes. That rarely happens. And yeah. it became the most watched television show after that. Yeah, that's the first paragraph on this Wikipedia page. That yeah. is crazy. Why did it get canceled? I mean, I don't I think it was it's not really good. Yeah. <laughs> it was very not good. It was on <laughs> NBC. Terrible. Yeah. And they probably just, yeah, they were like, it's not that good of a show. And it's expensive. It was so expensive. But then it survived yeah. through syndication. That means that you have to get individual like counties and cities to say, we want this show. That's insane. Yeah. You know? That's very, that's, that's good on them. But yet David Hasselhoff will go on to say that he's most proud of Knight Rider. What? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they stayed on the network. <laughs> what? Yeah. That is very funny. Okay. I think he, he, he was like, you know, here's the thing. Like, imagine having to act by yourself all the time. I mean, that's my uh, greatest work. I had to act alongside a car. Like, that's just a car. That doesn't talk back. It doesn't give you anything to work off of. What a tool. Of. Dude. <laughs> but real? then he went and had a successful singing career in Germany, didn't that's he? That's true. Yeah. 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 I guess. But he it like, wasn't quite the career he wanted. Mm-hmm. Also on NBC. Mm-hmm. I'm going to officially. Sure, yeah, start. let's do that. <laughs> Those are the waves and the wind at the beach. Welcome, everybody, to Baywatch Watch. And boy, uh, this is a super special one. Um, I'm Heather. Ho, so sad about Jill Higginbotham. Uh, Zach okay with what happened to jill olsen and if you and with us we have two guests anna salinas and edgar montpazier um they're great comedians they have cool stuff going on anna makes a million amazing comics bad comics by anna thank you edgar's got a million amazing podcasts and other things too culture (laughs) kings yeah the wokest yeah that's true you guys are cool very cool (laughs) Thank, thank you, you for being here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Do you guys have? Do you guys have beach nicknames? Yeah, I'm Anna Surf Star Salinas. Beautiful. Wow, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Edgar keeps his shoes on. God. <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy at the beach one. being like, oh, there's sand in my eyes. I am. I stand by oh. that. You know who Let's else go to is a like lake. that? My husband, Bob. Really? Yeah. Oh. Smart guy. Oh, God. He yeah. would keep his shoes on oh, at my the beach. Gosh. Let's go to a lake. You want me to wear sandals? Let's go to a lake. You're the only person you? I know who wants a lake over the ocean. <laughs> you haven't been to some good lakes? Okay. Well, there are good lakes. It's doubt- offensive in this room. Yeah. Pyramid Lake. That's As a good lake. Heather and I are from Florida. You shut your mouth, Lake Boy. <laughs> yeah. We're from Florida. Zach is from Orange County. We're beach people. We're beach people. And we're at the beach right now. So also, what you're saying is. I don't trust lakes anymore because of like the uh, brain eating amoebas. <gasps> oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. 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 Right. True. So, they got really true. weird uh, bottoms. Yeah. Like the Ooh. bottom of lakes is yeah. very creepy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's nothing in a the beach that can eat you whatsoever. <laughs> 
Not what? from the inside. That's fair. That's fair. I won't argue that. I want to be eaten. Yeah. Also, outside. what lakes are you standing, Edgar? You're from Texas. Lake Berryessa in, in Napa County. Shout out to Lake Berryessa, <laughs> NorCal for life, baby. <laughs> also very famous for where the Zodiac Killer killed two students from my alma mater, Pacific Union College. Wow. Was it really from your college? Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy killed people at Florida State. So. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's in the movie. Shout out to Florida State. Anybody get murdered at Georgetown? No flow for love. <laughs> uh, democracy. Yeah. Dang. That's true. Very true. Yeah, it's Scalia went to Georgetown. Ugh. So, uh, What about you? Oh, Where'd in California. Uh, well, I think the Zodiac Killer killed a number of people in San Francisco. I think Ted Bundy killed some people out here. Uh, but which I went to Long Beach State. Anybody get murdered? Um, Maybe someone I don't think getting hazed. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah. Real some real bad hazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know of any serial killers specifically at that college. Well, that's good. That's good. That's, that's, that's a good that's thing good. actually. That's why Zach is the nicest. Yeah. <laughs> this table. That's why Edgar's the meanest. <laughs> that's why Edgar's the meanest. Actually, one of the dudes survived. That was wrong. He survived. Mm-hmm. From the lake. Yeah, it's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Very cool, you guys. So cool. You know what else is cool? <laughs> Freaking Baywatch. It's yeah, amazing. it is. And what's cooler than getting a script, an actual script from Baywatch? I know. And it, it's like production level and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's legit, legit. Wait, where did you get it? Uh, on eBay. Wow. Yeah. I saw it. It wasn't too expensive. I was like, I should get that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is amazing. It's That's a relic. Exciting. It has a picture that we're definitely going to post on the Instagram and everything. Yeah. You guys are going to be really excited to see it. Um, and why do you have this script, Zach? What uh, is so special about this episode? Uh, we're going to do a table read. Wow. Yes, and we, we casted, as you may or may not have heard moments ago, we casted in a very legit professional Hollywood way. Where we put all the names <laughs> in a bowl, and then we picked we picked the names out of that because we wanted yeah. casting to be fair. That's how it's I done. Just, yeah, that's, that's how, how Friends was cast. Tom Cruise keeps picking names out of hats. And he keeps getting movies. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I want to get in those hats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why you got a disgusted yeah, why look you have on a stink your face? face? Heather's talking about getting in hats. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck those hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. Come on. Great joke. Thank you, Zach. You can also find good jokes on, on his Twitter. I've heard. That's right. I've heard that. Some great jokes. Really. Some very good jokes. She's in her, she's in her zone lately. Where is this going? I feel like, Edgar, you're building up to a burn. Nah, no burn. Anna's in her zone. Hell yeah. Guys. You should do. You should run Baywatch's Twitter. It's a great opportunity for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. Okay. The yellow, the yellow sheets on this script means, like, this is like the legit production script. It usually means the last final revision. Yeah. Can you tell Edgar's worked on a TV show? <laughs> Edgar, yes, Edgar's been on many a TV show. Yeah. Um, currently, What Just Happened, which you can stream on Hulu, hosted by Fred Savage. Edgar's one of the writers of that show. And yeah. He's ha- he makes a cameo. It's very exciting. If yeah. you're holding a, a blue script on shooting day, mm-hmm. you're holding the wrong script. <gasps> Thank God. Were you we holding a blue insight. script or I've something? made those mistakes many times. Wow. I'm like, I don't know. Where did this sec? Where's this segment? Why aren't we taping this? And everyone's like, we're on the yellow revision. We get it, Edgar. You've been on a TV show. You know, <laughs> honestly, I speak for Zach's uh, script. Thank you. Yeah, I speak for all of us here at Baywatch, mm-hmm. uh, and I thank you. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I thank you for making yourself so vulnerable and admitting that you have made mistakes throughout your professional career. Oh, all the time. 
One time I pitched a joke and we did it at the taping and one of the black producers saw it and said, who pitched that joke? And I said, it was me. She said, I'm kind of hurt that you did that. Because huh. it was a racist joke? It wasn't racist. It was just... Racist. A little problematic? A little problematic. Speaking of a little problematic, we're going to see lots of that in all the episodes of Baywatch, including this one. True. Today's episode is episode... 20 yeah hell or, yeah it's or 19 you know, know what it's one of the episodes it's called the big race we're getting towards the end of the season um and without further ado should we just get into it let's do it mm-hmm. okay fade in exterior tower day eddie and shawnee share the tower shawnee very subdued leans out over the railing and stares at the water eddie leans against a post i talked to jill's parents yesterday how are they doing okay i guess the movie was good last night. Wish you could have gone. I was tired, still staring ahead. That's, that's the directions. That's not the line. <laughs> the point is I was tired. Shawnee looks at her watch. <sighs> if Jill were still alive, she'd be taking her work out right about now. Eddie looks at Shawnee, pauses, then... It's been three weeks now. Shawnee looks at Eddie. What's that supposed to mean? Before Eddie can respond, we hear screams for help. They look to the side. Ah, ah, ah. A couple of kids are thrashing in the water up the beach. Back to scene. Eddie grabs the rescue can, flies down the ramp and up the beach. Shawnee following. Eddie hits the water first, dives in and heads for one of the kids. Shawnee hits the water's edge and freezes. She can't go on. Damn. Damn is right, Edgar. Next time you say damn, please say it into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Edgar, stop fucking up. <laughs> she can't go on. <laughs> oh my god. Eddie brings in the first kid, looks quickly at Shawnee, she can't budge, then goes back for the other kid. Ah, help, help. Eddie's probably saying things like, It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Eddie brings the other kid in, the kids are shaking, but alright. They leave. Eddie and Shawnee exchange looks. Don't worry about it. They're okay. I I cramped up. Shawnee turns around and starts to leave. Eddie catches up. Look, I understand. Maybe you ought to talk about it. Shawnee looks at him, then away again. You know, about Jill. We're all feeling it. It might help. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want to think about anything. Shawnee runs off. Eddie stops, worried. Shawnee! (laughs) Man. And we... Exterior, yacht, yacht deck, marina day. Eddie, dress, still Eddie, dressed in a tuxedo now, fumbles with a champagne bottle while Court, also finely dressed, watches impatiently. You do know how to open that, don't you? I didn't apply for this job. You drafted me, remember? Just hurry, okay? Court turns and goes to a table where Gwen Pierce, a beautiful, innocent woman. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Ah is seated. Court sits. Sorry. New help. Please. Go on. Eddie finally pops the cork. (sighs) You see, we lost federal funding last year, and now the state's cutting back. We've applied for another grant, but that takes months. We just can't keep the home going any longer. I thought of the one decent man I knew who could help me. And here I am. Eddie brings the champagne to the table and begins pouring for Court and Gwen. What do you need? $10,000. <coughs> uh, 
Eddie coughs as he hears this figure. Court gives him a stern look. Eddie finishes pouring and backs away, still within earshot. I brought some pictures. She takes some photos out of her purse and she hands them to Court. See, that's Wendell. Joe, remember him? The World War I vet. Good memory. I'm impressed. <laughs> Court looks, continues looking at the photos. And Pearl. Great smile, even without teeth. <laughs> Court stops on a photo, looks at it a while. Red Johnson. Did you ever meet him? No, I didn't. Court tries to give the photos back, but Gwen refuses. No, they wanted you to have them. They're always talking about their wealthy friend out in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Eddie, not entirely successful, tries to suppress a laugh. 10,000. I realize that's more than your usual contribution, but we have 27 patients with nowhere to go if we shut down. They'd be out in the street. Unless you have room for them in your mansion. <laughs> Eddie gives Court a look. Court slams his fist on the table and stands up. They're not putting anyone out. You'll get that money. Gwen stands up, gives Court a gigantic hug and a kiss on the cheek. Court begins to realize what he's committed himself to. 10,000. Okay. I'll have to talk to my accountant. Court hands Gwen her purse and leads her to a ramp. I'll be in town for business for a few more days. You can reach me at the airport Marriott. You don't know what a burden this has been. Well, you just put your fears to rest. John Court III will get that money to you. Gwen leaves. <laughs> Eddie joins Court and they watch her walk down the ramp to the dock. Ten thou? Where are you going to get that kind of money? I don't know, but I'll get it. I've been donating five grand a year. I've always found a way to get that. Five thousand dollars a year? It's for a good cause. You know, it might not hurt you to find one. Yeah, but five grand... You can't afford that. <laughs> I've had some pretty good years. Had to rely on the tables in Vegas another year. That was a little scary. I knew this year would be tight, but now I'll figure something out. Maybe you ought to just tell her the truth. Court returns to the table and gets the champagne bottle and glasses. I can't. It would crush her. Besides, those old folks need me. They don't need you. They need John Court III. Well, I'm the best they have now. Court looks around for anything he may have left behind. We'd better get out of here before the owners return. Court and Eddie start to leave. Not a word about this to anyone. Got that? Or I'll cut your tongue out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Whoa. Yikes. We hold on Eddie's reaction because it's like, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then, interior headquarters locker room day. Mitch, Craig, and Garner sit at a table snacking. Yeah, I got some friends down at the no. station. They have a boat in that race. Goes to Catalina. And back. 60 miles. Court enters and goes to the phone. In under an hour, on a water ski. They get up to 100 miles an hour. <laughs> they couldn't pay me enough. Oh, it's safe to go that fast, as long as you don't fall. Whoa, Court puts a hand to his ear so he can hear the phone. I need to know how much equity I have in it. They pulled a guy out last year with a fractured skull. Court can't hear over the locker room noise. Hey, do you mind? I'm trying to make a call here. Mitch Craig and Garner quiet down, exchange looks. <laughs> I Gar gotta go anyway. Catch you guys later. Garner leaves. <laughs> Court brings the receiver back to his mouth. What encumbrances? 
So if I sold the shop, how much would be left over? Mitch and Craig exchange a glance. Could Court actually be selling? 3000 That's it? Okay, thanks. He hangs up the phone, goes to his locker. And we're at the lockers. Court opens his, Court opens his locker. Mitch and Craig join him. You're selling the surf and drive? That's right. You interested? He takes his shirt off, throws it in the locker. Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought you liked it. I do. Court sits down and pulls off his shoes and socks, tosses them in the locker. Hell yeah. Then why sell? Court looks at them annoyed. Because I need the cash, okay? You're not in trouble again, are you? Court stands up, ready to unbutton his <laughs> pants. No. Hell yeah. Dude. Yeah, baby. Ooh. I'm not in trouble. Just got some personal business to take care of. He looks at them. Do they want to see him undress? Whoa, what the fuck? Do you mind? What? Mitch and Craig take the hint. Leave. Court pulls the curtain closed and we, interior headquarters, Thorpe's office, day. Thorpe sits behind his desk doing paperwork when Shawnee enters. Thorpe stops, looks up, every bit the figure of authority. Shawnee is uneasy. Oh. Yeah, McLean. I'm sorry to bother you, sir, but... I was wondering if I could get a, a, a desk assignment, maybe lost children's, anything. It's the water, isn't it? Shawnee looks at him. Does he know something? The water gets cold this time of year. That's why we call it winter. <laughs> but we still need lifeguards on the beach. Now, if you don't think... It's not the water, sir. It's just that... <sighs> well, working here with you would give me some insight that I couldn't get out there. Thorpe is flattered, of course. Let you see firsthand the fascinating details of lifeguard administration. A sort of learn from the master, you mean. Shawnee nods. Mm -hmm. I think I underestimated you, McLean. You're an ambitious young lady. I'm sure we can find plenty for you to do around here. Shawnee smiles and we... Interior surf and dive day. For those who don't know, Surf and Dive is the the store that Court runs. That's Mm. just Hmm? why. Court is doing some touch-up painting in the shop when Mitch and Craig enter. It should be noted that he's wearing only overalls in the actual episode. (laughs) Just in time. Hope you guys brought your brushes. We brought something else. He hands Court a check. Court puts his brush down, takes a check, looks at it. What's this? Close up on check from Craig Pomeroy's account made out to John Court for $3,000. Resume scene. Court is shocked. You need it, and that's all you need, and that's all we need to know. We hope it helps. I, I, I can't take this, guys. I mean, I mean, it's amazing, but I can't take your money. You're not taking it. You're borrowing it. Besides, we still owe you. Court looks at them. You took the fall. We haven't forgotten. You guys keep making this into a bigger thing than it was. You wanted to stay here. I didn't. But the point is, we all took the boat. And brought it back. With girls from Baja. (laughs) We were rookies. (laughs) Hoser had no sense of humor. Bet you guys were happy when Thorpe moved in. Even at his worst, Thorpe couldn't hold a candle to Hauser. I can always come up with a couple reasons why you ought to pack up and leave again. But we kind of hoped you'd stay a little longer this time. So take the check. Court looks at the check again. We'll charge you interest if it makes you feel any better. Court looks at the check again, then at them. He's touched. Aw. I'm good for this. 
you don't have a thing to worry about. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mitch gives Court a a hearty handshake. (sighs) Craig follows suit. A teenager enters the door carrying a poster and some tape. Okay, if I hang this here. Mitch and Craig decide to let Court back to business. Uh, Can you drop me home? Sure. Remember, you can paint it. Just don't sell it. Court smiles. Mitch and Craig head out the door. Thanks again. Court turns his attention to the teen. Uh, what is it? (laughs) It's the Catalina Ski Race. The teen unfurls the poster. It shows the start of the race with hundreds of boats and skiers in the water. In bold print, we see the date of the race and the $15,000 grand prize. Whoa! That might be just enough for Court to save all his shit. Court studies the poster, stuffs the check in his pocket, and we go to Interior Boat Lot Sales Office Day. Court countersigns his check from Mitch and Court and gives it to a salesman. Uh Uh-oh. It's used, so it doesn't come with a warranty. The salesman salesman from another world gives Court a set of keys in the sales contract. But let me tell you, in all my years here, I ain't never seen anything faster. Court looks out through the office window. Court's POV, a 30-foot boat named Tulip, sits polished up on a trailer in the parking lot. That's all I need. (laughs) This is a very dark and ominous court. (laughs) Interior, surf and dive day. Court is backed up against a wall with Mitch and Craig in his face. They're pissed. A speedboat? You took our money and bought a speedboat? Not just any speedboat. This sucker's got a customized engine like you've never seen. There isn't a boat on water that can touch it. You're right, because it's not going out on the water. You're going to take it back. Can't do that. It's a used boat. The sale was final. (gasps) Mitch and Craig exchange a look. Hell of a friend. (laughs) We fall for his tricks every time. Yeah, and I'm getting pretty tired of it. Hey, I didn't ask you guys for anything. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate your help, but the truth is... I need more money than what you gave me, and I'm going to get it. By buying a boat? I I know what I'm doing. Those aren't comforting words. Give me a chance. That's all I ask. Mitch and Craig don't like where this is leading. So we exterior marina day. Court, Mitch, and Craig stand in the tulip, resting in its slip. Mitch and Craig check it out as Court awaits their enthusiastic response. Craig pulls out some loose weather stripping around the window. They saw you coming. This is a great boat. This is the most ridiculous scheme you've ever had. Another speedboat, the Terminator, cruises past them on its way out of the marina. The Terminator. Those are the guys to beat. They've won it two years running. Yeah, look at that. Some of the boats in this race cost a quarter of a million dollars or more. Court sits down and fires up the engine. It's not what they cost, but how fast they go. This is a grueling race. Guys get smashed up all the time. Court starts to back the boat out of the slip. (laughs) For $15,000, I can do just about anything for an hour. Exterior. Whoa, whoa. I'm just being real. (laughs) Exterior marina continuous. Court captains uh, the tulip for the edge of the marina, still trying to convince Mitch and Craig what a great boat it is. Wait until you guys see this baby run. You'll be choking on your words. This makes the Baywatch boat look like a steamer. 
And then he comes in the boat. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. They reach the edge of the marina where the wakeless speed buoy sits. Court readies his hand on the throttle. Okay, brace yourselves. Mitch and Craig hold on. Court throws the throttle down. The engine roars, then dies. It's silent for just a moment. Then we hear a pop. pop. The, the engine hood jumps a little, and smoke and flames come pouring out. This shit's fucked. Resume scene. Oh, man. Mitch reaches for a fire extinguisher mounted on a wall while Craig and Court unlatch the engine hood and toss it aside. They stand back as Mitch takes aim with the extinguisher angle on the Terminator. It speeds to the scene, towing John Stoker, the cocky water skier. Fire! He turns hard on his ski and sends a wall of water raining down on Mitch, Craig, Court, and the fiery engine. Back to the scene. Craig, Court, and Mitch stand in the back of the tulip, dripping wet, smoke billowing from the engine. Fade out. End of act one. What an act one. Oh, my god! That's an act out. (laughs) Wow. Wow, you guys. It didn't occur to me the act breaks and how we'd have an opportunity to maybe reflect on what we all just experienced together. I want to know more about what's going on with Shawnee. Okay. Great no, question. I know what's happening. I say that's what I want more oh, from in the, the Act One. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, Zach, you watched the episode. I right? did. I also watched the episode. It's okay. You guys didn't watch it. It's fine. It's totally it was fine. Edgar's idea. He said, "Let's not watch the episode." It's <laughs> Absolutely, a waste it was of time. my idea. He looked wow. at me and he said, "I don't respect Heather and Zach. Let's not watch." No, it. that's not what I said. I said I respect Zach a lot, but. Because of Heather, <laughs> it has to equal out somehow. <laughs> how little I respect Heather and how much I respect Zach when you add it together. Please, Edgar, it doesn't surprise zero me respect for both that of you them. don't respect a woman. <laughs> how much Typical? of this made the cut? Like what, got, of, what got cut out in the, in the it's edit? It's a lot of changes, more actually. Like not, but, things didn't get cut, but everything is, all of the dialogue is different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, like wow. it achieves the same purpose. Yeah, I could see these guys being pretty improv like just saying For what they sure. want and yeah. Yeah. people being like, all right. It's like they didn't stick to the script at all, oh. but like the scenes are the same. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there's a few scenes that they either cut or changed or something. Yeah. Like maybe, some stuff's completely maybe not changed. Yet, but... the, between Shawnee and Thorpe, oh, that, yeah, that scene, scene is completely different. And I don't even know if that. That doesn't exist, that in, one. Instead, in... what they do is like a later scene where she's just in the office working already mm-hmm. and he comes and he's like what are you doing and then the dialogue's totally different yeah he's but, like i know you're upset about jill also you guys may not know this there was another main character right. jill she was a terrible actress they and killed they killed her off the last episode <laughs> <laughs> and throughout the first season very tragically they gave her less and less to do <laughs> she had a whole jill centric episode where she had like she was the star yeah. of the episode and she blew it it, it was, was rough. terrible it was the most really boring bad. performance wow and not they memorable kill her in any way yeah they kill her not that episode but the episode the before the one we're oh, reading so they kill her see that's that's kind of what's unfortunate about she dies of a shark attack. The way that shows are produced is that you can kind of do shit like that because they start shooting the first half while people are already in the room. So you can kind of just be like... Have you been on a TV set? I've been on a TV set, yes. Nice. So this is where I'm talking from yeah. this experience. Anna, has that been so, your experience? Uh, well, I haven't been on a TV set as legit as Edgar. So, so you can kind of see these things and like, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure like they were like, oh man, this is going to be dope. Yeah. And then they saw it like, oh, she trash oh, in the room. Edgar, does your shirt <laughs> say I've been on a TV show? That is what my shirt says on the back of it. 
it says in a professional manner. Damn. Has <laughs> the same, it matches your tattoos. Yep. I got <laughs> yeah. One on the left arm, it says I've been on the TV set, and on the right arm, it says in a professional manner. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the, going back to what you said earlier, Edgar, about the, like the improvised lines, they definitely did that. One of the ones I noticed is Stoker. His know, lines are so much better on the episode, actually. He like says, this one's uh, just fire. You're like, that's not very funny. He really brought, you know, it makes me respect the actor more What's because that? he brought a lot to the role. Because I yeah. think the line Ooh. in the show was, too bad about that perfect fire. I forgot to bring all the weenies or something there's, like yeah, there's that. Even a, there's even a, I forget if it's after <laughs> that line or a different line. That's very funny. But yeah. the, the guy that plays Craig is like, he's a funny guy. And I almost felt like that's just the guy, that's the, the guy that plays Craig commenting on this yeah, actor. Yeah. Like, he's got some good lines. He definitely <laughs> improved. Yeah. 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 That, there's nothing in those lines on the script. Also, this would have been so oh, hard no, to shoot. A, this little thing right here where it was like a wall of water raining down on the fiery engine. Like right. they wanted a water ski stunt on it that put douses out the mm-hmm. end fiery yeah. engine. It's like, you're not going to shoot that, that. Yeah, that that must have been like a nightmare. Yeah. To like, they probably tried and they were just like, this looks bad. Yeah, this yeah. looks dumb. On the show, the boat looks really cool. I Oh, the... The one that he buys. The tulip, yeah. The tulip is Can a really I say, boat. I feel yeah. very stupid not knowing that that was going to be how Act One ended because I was like, "Yo, he got the boat. Y'all should believe in him." That's how much I was like in the character. Wow! And then when the boat have you failed, acted in a professional manner? As no, well? never, wow. never, not once. Good uh, me. And then when the boat failed, I was like, "Damn! Of course the boat failed. Of course it was going <laughs> to yeah, fail. What yeah. the heck? Why did I trust this boat?" Right. It happens to me a lot. It happened to me in Get Out as well. Wow! I thought Rose oh. had the keys in her purse. And I was like, oh, she's going to pull him out. She's fine. Right. She's got the keys. And everyone's like, you fucking idiot. Of course she doesn't have the keys. Can we all make predictions on how we think this ends? Yeah. Uh, you know, the two of you can, because since we are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys make some predicts. I want to say Gardner somehow ends up on this boat. <laughs> I don't know how, but I feel like he's going to end up on this boat just because he said in the top of it. Well, maybe I'm making this writing too good. But in the top, he's just like, you mm-hmm. couldn't catch it. What do you say? You couldn't pay me enough to be on this boat. Right. Cool. Good prediction. Very good. I think that uh, Court will raise the money for Gwen, but something will happen to embarrass him. <gasps> Man, <laughs> you know, are you guys professionals or what? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Act two. Fade in. Interior. Boat lot. Garage. Day. The boat's in the shop. Uh, the mechanic is in the boat. He finishes checking out the engine while Court, Mitch, Craig, and the salesman wait for an assessment of damage. The mechanic brings his head up, a compression gauge in hand. You got a blown head gasket. You're down to about <laughs> 15 pounds in two or three. First of all, thank you for taking the time to come up from Central Florida to look at my <laughs> boat. Uh, secondly, how long to fix it? Depends. <laughs> What you really need is an overhaul. This engine's packing a lot more power than it was meant to. My guess is it's probably bored out way over spec. We want it blueprinted. Of course, we send the heads out to get machined. I'd say uh, probably could have you fixed up in four or five weeks. The race is in five days. Great boat, Court. Must have shopped around to find a butte like this. I can't wait that long. Oh, man. The mechanic uh, (laughs) from Central Florida motions to all the boats in the garage already. You're going to have to. But I just bought the boat here 
yesterday. Yeah, see? But it's a used <laughs> boat. I told you specifically there was no boat warranty. It even states that clearly in your contract. He doesn't read anything that doesn't have pictures on it. You don't spend $3,000 without some sort of guarantee. What's the minimum I'd have to do to get this running? Replace the head gasket and a few burned out wires. And that's only a patch-up job. You'd have to take her real easy. I'm racing this boat this weekend. I'll figure something out. Get out of my boat. Our boat. The mechanic shrugs his shoulders, climbs out. Whatever you want, sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Interior Thorpe's office day. Thorpe files some papers when Eddie and Shawnee appear at his door. They are tentative. You wanted to see us? Thorpe turns around, sees them. Yeah, coming. <laughs> turn. Thorpe closes the door. <sighs> I have a seat. Shawnee sits down. Eddie leans up against a wall. Thorpe sits on the front desk, front of his desk near Shawnee. He reaches back for some papers on his desk. I read your reports from yesterday, and frankly, I'm a little concerned. I think I know why you asked for a desk job. Eddie looks at Shawnee, unaware that she had asked for a desk assignment. There were two kids in the water. You and Kramer got there about the same time, but Kramer brought them both out. I I cramped up. Yeah, I read that. But this isn't the first time you've had trouble since Jill's death. I told you I cramped up. I'm aware of what you told me, but I think there's more to it than that. If she told you she had a cramp, she had a cramp. What's the problem here? The problem is I need to know that each lifeguard I have is capable of responding to any emergency. There's too much at stake. We'll give you to the end of the month. Keep you here at headquarters, let you work things out. If you're not ready for a tower by then, we'll have to let you go. I don't believe this. No, no, that's fine. I'll work here. Johnny stands up. Her relief at not having to take a tower is a little too obvious. Phew. Good. Thorpe stands up. (laughs) Shawnee and Eddie leave, and we... Interior, court's garage, day. Mitch, Court, and Craig are covered in grease. Just covered in it. Working on the boat engine, parts strewn about. Hey, guys. I'm just about ready to pull the head off. I could use a hand. You could use a brain. (laughs) Maybe then you wouldn't have bought this boat. Craig picks up a bolt on the floor of the boat. How are we ever going to put this thing back together if you guys keep tossing parts all over the place? Let's see. Craig tosses the bolt to Court. Court studies it, picks up a manual, and thumbs through it. What are you going to do with all this prize money you think you're going to win? Besides, pay us back. Yeah. (laughs) I told you already. It's personal. (laughs) Court puts the manual down, tries the bolt in a hole. It doesn't fit. (laughs) It was personal until you spent our money on this boat. At the very least, that makes us partners. We're not letting you out of our sight until the race is over. Great. I need someone to tell me anyway. There's nothing we'd rather do than drag you to Catalina and back. What? Oh, weird. Let me see that book. (laughs) That was a very weird double line. Yeah. Yeah. Court hands Craig the manual. They continue working, and we, exterior, ocean, day. Two fishermen are on a fishing boat, ready to let out a fishing net. They look cautiously out across the ocean. I don't know about this. We want to pay off the boat. 
We go where the fish are. <laughs> but if we get caught, we lose a boat. Then we don't get caught. <laughs> Fisherman number two <laughs> starts letting out the net. Fisherman number one still on the lookout. Fisherman number two stops, looks at him. <sighs> you gonna help me or what? They both start letting the net out. <laughs> Very slowly. (laughs) And we... Interior hallway night. Eddie knocks on Shawnee's door. She answers. "Uh, What? Her eyes are puffy and red. She looks distraught. Thanks for coming. (laughs) He enters. Interior Shawnee's apartment night. Shawnee closes the door. They sit on the sofa. Sit. (laughs) How you doing? Not so good, I guess. What's up? Shawnee considers how to start. Her emotions are very close to the surface. Of course they are, because she's a woman. (laughs) I can't sleep. Every time I close my eyes, I see Jill. (laughs) Shawnee begins to cry, and he takes her hand. It's okay. I think about her, too. It's not easy. I see her in the water. That look on her face is the blood. All that blood. I'm afraid to go to sleep. I'm afraid to go in the water. I just want to run away and forget it all. Eddie wipes a tear from her cheek. Wipe, 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 wipe. (laughs) I know, but you can't run away from it. A beat looks her in the eyes. This is hard now, but it's not going to last forever. You need to hit it head on. We'll work this out. Don't worry. Shawnee nods. Nod, nod, nod. (laughs) She leans on him, lean, and closes her eyes, close eyes. Maybe she can sleep now. Eddie caresses her face, and we... Caress, caress. Exterior, Marina Day. Mitch, Court, and Craig are in the tulip again, ready for a trial run. Hell yeah. Court puts on on a life jacket. Double hell yeah. (laughs) Is there a bigger jacket? That's all we have. Uncomfortable. Court tugs at the jacket. Craig helps strap Court into his ski. Court jumps in the water and Craig tosses the tow rope out to him. Watch the rope. I'm going to stretch it out. Mitch idles the boat ahead and the line stretches toy. Court pulls at his life jacket. Still aggravated by it, he loosens the straps on it. (laughs) He's such a bad boy. He readies himself in the water. Hit it. Mitch throws the throttle down and the boat takes off. Court comes up in a wave of water, gains his balance and shakes the water from his face. He's probably saying "yoo-hoo, woo-hoo" a lot. I don't know, just a suggestion. Angle as Court starts cutting hard, laying his body low to the water. A huge rooster tail shooting up behind him. Resume scene. The guys are impressed. He looks good. Court jumps awake, hot dogging a bit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Angle on uh, the... He's showing off. Oh, no, for sure. Hot yeah. dogging. <laughs> I thought it was a technical water oh, ski yeah. Me too. <laughs> Angle on the Terminator. Uh-oh. Which now powers up vroom vroom to the tulip from behind. Stoker in tow. That's the sort of bad guy. Various angles. Court and Stoker ski side by side, cutting and jumping in a game of one-upmanship. Court pulls into the middle of the wake and levels out for a long haul. Stoker steers into the center of his wake, too. Court gives a thumbs up to Craig. The tulip. Craig watches Court, then calls to Mitch. He wants some speed. Let's crank it up. 
Mitch throws the throttle down some more. Various angles. The tulip pulls ahead of the Terminator. Stoker gives thumbs up sign to his boat. The Terminator shows some good speed blowing by the tulip. Stoker waves goodbye, bye-bye to Court as he flies past him. The Terminator speeds up ahead of the tulip and cuts across its bow, stirring up some big wakes. Resume scene. The tulip crosses the wake, jarring Mitch and Craig. Whoa. Craig turns around, aware that Court will hit the wakes as well. Court slams into the first wake, loses his balance. Whoa. Hits the second, a huge swell. Hurling his body through the air in an odd, ungodly fashion. (laughs) What is that? He slams into the water and his life preserver breaks loose. Yikes! You know, all this description, I have a feeling this is a montage that we've got in our script. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Back to the scene. Craig sees the wipeout, calls to Mitch. He's down! Mitch swings the boat around, eases up the throttle. It's tense as they approach the spot where Court went down. They see only the empty life jacket. Angle. Craig looks over the edge of the boat. He dives in near the preserver and goes underwater. Mitch kills the engine and looks over the edge of the boat. Craig comes up again. Mitch points to the water where he sees something. Over here! Over here! Craig swims over and dives again. At this point, we're pretty worried that Court has drowned. Yeah. It might be as dead as Jill. (laughs) (sighs) He's down a few seconds. Seems more like a few minutes. He comes up again, this time with Court, who is unconscious. (gasps) Craig Craig (laughs) brings Court to the back of the boat where Mitch helps lift him out of the water. Craig climbs in the boat. Mitch checks for a pulse. He's alive. (sighs) He begins to administer mouth to mouth and we oh, end yeah. of act oh, two because yeah. we're I'm fading out. What a short act. Oh, you're in the Mitch is kissing him, but we fade out. So no one ever sees it. Not the audience mm. ever sees it. No one sees oh, it. Yeah. It's not something they show back then. So no, no, we don't see that. But I wanted to see him undress. Whoa. What? All right. Leslie Jones is leaving SNL this season. <gasps> oh. Well, someone's not been focused <laughs> no i just opened twitter right now so that's the end of the act god damn it i wish look i know that my character and my resume of behavior does not lead for me to have any trust but i promise you i had just opened twitter okay it's true. You saw he didn't have any more lines because it was all a montage. Yeah, it is a montage. <laughs> but I checked out while reading the script. I wanted to make sure Court didn't die. Thank you. Wow. I agree with Zach that this was a very short act, and this yeah. is good for me to know. I am trying to write a uh, 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 hour long sample. It's like a, oh, I'm challenging myself. Stop copying me. I told you that idea. No, you didn't. I told you I was going to do it. Stop copying me. I'm just going to start that sample after this today. And it's not because you guys said it. (laughs) I literally (laughs) told you what that that guy, Craig, gave me advice. He said, always have a short story and have an hour long sample. I told you, Charles told me to have an hour long sample. Who's Charles? I met with the guy before you met with Charles. Yeah, but. Who's I told Charles you that I was going to do it. Where does he first? It's a mentor. Where does he exist in the world of Baywatch? Um, I ask you this. Honestly, he was writing on Mash. I think around the time of Baywatch. Yeah, that, he was he the showrunner of Mash. Oh wow! Yeah. What? 
I don't know if it was around the time of Baywatch. Was it much it. later? Yeah, no. Baywatch started in 89. When did MASH? Wasn't MASH like 94? No, I, I thought 70s MASH was mostly sooner, right? like yeah. 70s. Wait, 80s. I'm thinking of the wrong show. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are. I'm t- it's totally not MASH. It's um, Yeah, it's 100% not MASH. What's, no, no, no. It's a show from the 80s. Uh, Knight Rider? Army <laughs> show. They're like army people. So You're not, not describing either. MASH? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, because it it's like one of these shows, you okay. know? Baywatch Army? <laughs> is it a oh. drama, not a comedy? Yeah, it's a drama. Man, I do Was it not Jag? Know. Yes. Oh, Jag, yeah. Jag. And that's not Army people. Yeah. They're at Navy lawyers. <laughs> that is just like Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to Baywatch. Isn't it? It's yeah. like a very weird thing of the week, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Because we follows that some of, of the it. week format. Yeah. yeah. Um, Very small narrative through lines throughout the season. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Right. Which is weird. Thus of the week. Yes. No, yeah. I know. I That's can't believe why, you knew what the show was. Oh, my dad loves Jag. I was raised on shows like Jag, Nash Bridges, <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, my God. So Walker, I, I knew Ranger. the moment you said soldiers in this time, I was like, oh, this must be talking about Jack. Walker, Texas Ranger might be a worse show than Baywatch. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, every episode is. is the same and every fight sequence is the same. The black guy tries to take on two people at once and then gets beat by them and then Walker comes in and Walker saves him. Every episode. And it's always when they're going to a bar. They always go to a bar because they have a lead and then a bar fight breaks out. Every well, episode. Jag had better representation than that. Well, yeah, the one of the lead characters is a woman, but she's constantly undermined. No one ever trusts that she can do a good job. Okay, they did their best. <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, JAG stand for again? It's an acronym, right? It's yeah. Like, uh, Jude. It's Jude. judicial. It's something like that because they're lawyers. Yeah. Judicial, judicial Air Force. Let me look. Ground Jurisprudence. <laughs> Justice. I see you brought up Walker, Texas Ranger. Army. Girls, <laughs> Justice Army Girl, Justice Army Girl. It's Justice Advocate General Court. I was uh, like yeah. pretty mm. on uh, spot on. You were right, basically. Did you find anything good about Walker? You brought up. Um, here? yeah. So I pulled up Walker, Texas Ranger, Our and judge advocate you guys General. are saying that it's a bad show, but ninety for ninety four percent liked this TV show according to Google. Baywatch. Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger. Oh, oh no, yeah. it's very popular. I think it's because, uh, I'll it go ahead ended. and say it, a lot of dumb people watch it and they're like, I love this show. Oh, yeah. It lasted 12 years. And it was also beloved Wait. by like no, eight, Republicans. Eight my bad. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And then there's also people that watch it ironically, I guess. <laughs> so everyone loves it. Yeah. They're like, oh, this show's awful. It's really funny. Yeah, you're right. Like Conan O'Brien used to make fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that probably gave it a boost. These are like the most popular Just shows. Just like how like. we're bringing, you know, it's because of this podcast that now Baywatch is streaming it's getting across a boost. all yeah. Yeah. platforms. What's crazy though is why. that young people love these old shows. Yes. My sister loves Friends and Frasier. My brother's obsessed with Friends. Yes. And they, they're they oh, watching yeah. them now for the first it's time. Why, I know. I oh. walked into a Forever 21 and there were Friends t-shirts oh, yeah. for sale. All these streaming services are going to get into big fights over a lot of these old contents. Yeah. People watch them. Aren't they already? Yeah. I mean, Friends is going to fuck over Netflix really hard. Yeah. Because HBO Max is going to take it. Yeah. But Netflix can take it. They can handle that. 
I don't know. The most watched things on Netflix are not a Netflix original yeah, content. The Office is the other big one. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. also going to the NBC Universal yeah. app. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The streaming wars are coming. I've been saying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've been warning everybody. Yeah. That's why, you know. That's something that I say is actually mocking me. <laughs> what? Well, they're oh, most. It's taking credit for my stuff again. Their most successful TV shows like. Um, Stranger Things and like BoJack Horseman, I feel like got popular in a time where there weren't a lot of Netflix original shows where they didn't have, where they weren't just like jerking them out. Yes. And then Tuca and Birdie suffered because it didn't have that same luxury. Yeah. So it was buried amongst all this tra- like Netflix trash because they've been like, you know. Yeah. Or I think Orange is the New Black is another example of something that came out. When there wasn't a lot of competition. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it should be a show that I think a lot of people wouldn't watch given how female it is. And yeah. Yeah. And then now as like, you know, it becomes a game for subscribers, the the taste bar is going to become a lot more broad, right? Like the reason why Netflix could do a show like Orange is the New Black, which you guys said is very female, very queer, is because they're just like, well, we have our base subscribers. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not trying to get network numbers. But now that everyone has subscription-based stuff, yeah, they need to fight for numbers. I mean, especially since last quarter was the first quarter, Netflix did not gain in subscribers. Yeah. I think it lost. But I think it also has hit a wall. Like, at some point, doesn't everyone have Netflix? No. Internationally, it is the biggest streamer. Yes. Which, when I was in Sweden, that was the number one thing everyone watched. Well, this is all going uh, to change. Quick question. Did you watch Netflix in Sweden? Uh, Netflix Nordic, yes. Yeah, isn't that cool? Uh, so when I go to Japan, watch the Japanese version of Netflix. It's a bunch of different shows. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's yeah. so different. Yeah. Our, and some shows are available daily, right? Or like weekly in a way that they're not. Because I remember I got access to it in Canada. And I was like, oh, the episode of Better Call Saul that's supposed to be out this week is already on here. Yo, yeah. yeah. Right. The the dates are different. And Handmaid's Tale yeah. is on HBO there. Oh. Whoa. Because they also have HBO Nordic. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So cool. You know, those are shows. And you know what else is a show? Baywatch. 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 Do you guys. Jones news is fascinating. <laughs> right. Edgar, we get it. You're on your phone Especially on Twitter. Especially when you know that Lauren Michaels is, is obsessed with one to ones. What's one to ones? Like yeah. the reason why a, perhaps a plus size woman won't get on SNL is because AD Bryant is still there. He's obsessed with that. Like he won't do that like you won't be like well i already have this so you think now a i don't know slightly older female black comic i think a more energetic black comic female black comic right like she's i mean leslie jones hold for more trash okay (laughs) i'm off my diet leslie jones is a riot but you know what else was a riot Baywatch. Nicely. Thanks for joining us. And he's back on his phone. (laughs) Read the script. (laughs) All right. Act three. Yeah. Page 27. Act three. We're fading back in, baby. Interior. Hospital waiting room. Day. Mitch and Craig wait for word on court when Eddie enters. I heard what happened. How's he doing? He's in with the doctor now. Interior hospital examining room. Court sits on an examining table, holding his head with one hand, his other arm in a sling. Dr. Olson finishes checking out an x-ray. You're a lucky man, much like me with my last name. 
<laughs> I don't feel so lucky, much like you with your last name. <laughs> Separated shoulder, some bruises. Not bad for the spill you took. I've treated other skiers that weren't so fortunate. Olson fills out a prescription, feeling very lucky about his last name. <laughs> so when can I go? Anytime. Here, look, I put my name on the prescription. Dr. He, Olson. <laughs> he gives Court the prescription, which reads... Dr. Zach Olson. <laughs> and here, you'll want this for the pain. Uh, you won't be doing any skiing for a while. You probably won't be doing much of anything. We'll take a look at it again in a couple of weeks. He walks Court to the door. Interior hospital waiting room. Court joins Mitch, Craig, and Eddie. Sorry, guys. Looks like I really screwed up this time. I'll do what it takes. Sell the boat, sell the shop, whatever. But I'll get your money. What are you talking about? There's a race to be won. Yeah, we're totally into this now. You don't think this is going to stop <laughs> us, do you? They are a little too compassionate. Court looks at Eddie. You told them, didn't you? Well. <laughs> you could have told us yourself. I mean, after all these years, we're kind of like family. I didn't know you had such a soft spot. Yeah, I didn't know you were trying to raise $10,000 for a woman that you met for a little bit but want to bang. We're going to win that race if it's the last thing we do. So don't worry about a thing. Your grandfather will get that new hip. Jumping ahead on a jumping ahead. Didn't read the script. Oops. Court looks at Eddie. Maybe the kid's catching on after all. Well, I uh, really appreciate this, guys. So does Grandpa. He'd want me to tell you things. Who's taking my place on the ski? Craig will. This is a surprise for Craig. <laughs> me? Are you crazy? Who else? You and your dad used to go water skiing every weekend. That was back in high school. So you've skied a lot. You've got great balance from surfing. You swim and run every day. How convenient. You're in great shape. Wait till Gramps hears this. I haven't agreed to anything yet. We hold on Craig's dead cold eyes, then go to <laughs> exterior, exterior, yeah, whatever, yeah. Marina Day. <laughs> um, and we're going to pause for a second because the narrator is confused. Hold on, you guys. What's up? How does the audience already know at this point that it's not about banging this this chick who runs the old folks home nah. and that it's about actually yes. Craig's grandpa? Who's well, in the old folks' home? Or is this the first, or is this supposed to be... The first, no, no, that's different. Being, this is first about Grandpa. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, a Eddie made it? up a lie for him. Like, hey, uh, oh, his oh. grandpa needs a new hip. And then so it catches on. That's why I said Anna jumped ahead. But I was still right, because he's still doing it for... He, that yes. is the ultimate reason. But yeah. they don't, the characters don't know that. Mm. Eddie Yeah, but lied. I was still I was giving a little aside to the audience. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did a great you're ever, you did a great job on it. Thanks. Um thank you. Now we're back. Exterior Marina Day. It's a qualifying heat. Craig, wearing helmet, goggles, and life jacket, is in the water adjusting his ski boot. Mitch and Court are in the tulip. They lean over for some final words. Make sure it's snug. Try moving your feet around. It's tight. It's only a mile. If you stay on your ski, we qual qualify for the race. No sweat. Stay on my ski? <laughs> well, that changes my strategy altogether. Just trying to help. <laughs> Mitch sits down and starts the engine. Vroom, 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 vroom. You want to help, you get out here and I'll get in the boat. He idles ahead to stretch out the rope. 
The scene, ten or so boats line up for the heat, the Terminator, the Terminator and the tulip among them. The flag man in the back of the official's boat drops the starting flag, and it's going to be a big-ass <laughs> montage, you guys. Various angles. The boats take off. Woo! Skiers shooting out of the water. Pew, pew, pew. A, c- a couple falling immediately. Oh, sorry. Not a couple. It's a couple. A couple falling immediately. There's a typo there. Or not. Craig comes out of the water and positions himself in the middle of the wake. <laughs> he looks pretty friggin' good. Stoker looks as solid as ever as he does some hot dog moves. <laughs> this writer loves the word hot dog. They love hot dogs. <laughs> we gotta find out who wrote this episode and shame them. Okay, sounds like a fun idea. Just like the, how we shame Jill and all her It's probably like acting. the showrunner of... Uh, Five million really successful shows. It's uh, Rolf Wallengren. I don't know. Oh. Who that is. As we wrote this episode, yeah. Hey, yo, shout out Rolf. 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 I think Rolf. that's only the second Rolf I've heard. Isn't the other one the Muppets? Like the dog is it named Rolf? <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Rolf. And maybe that is who wrote this script. Oh. And Rolf says, "Back to the scene, you guys. The tulip and the Terminator are even as they approach a buoy, the halfway marker for the qualifying heat." Why is it called that qualifying heat? Whatever. The Terminator takes the inside track and gains the lead, forcing the tulip to turn wide. Got a bunch of angles, various angles. Mitch gives it a little more throttle. He begins to catch up with the Terminator. Oh, no. The tulip's engine starts to smoke. Craig and Stoker are running close when they hit an enormous swell. Continued. Oh. Stoker has fun with it, flying gracefully through the air. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Yeah, hot dogs. Craig soars as, uh, and has to free a hand to regain balance before he hits the water. Do you have any sound effects for Craig? That's great. Those are really good. Those are really good, Zach. Court twists and turns sympathetically as he watches Craig. Court, do you have any sympathetic sound effects for this moment in the montage? Wow. Wow, great. That's really good. Thank you. Great performance. Back to the scene. As the two boats near the finish line, the tulip closes power. Mitch plays with the throttle to no avail. Uh, Anna, do you, or Mitch, do you have any um, throttle effects? Oh, fucking sick. Angle on Craig, who starts to sink. The boat not going fast enough. Oh, God. Angle on Court, who kicks off the engine hood. The smoke increasing and works the throttle manually. I didn't even know you could do that. Back to scene. The tulip picks up speed again. Stoker crosses the finish line. Craig crosses second, just ahead of a couple other boats. Man. (laughs) Exterior boat slip, Marina Day. Court checks out the engine. Mitch and Craig exchange. Oh, wait, they're happy? Fuck. All right, it's hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mitch and Craig, I thought they were going to be sad because they came in second. Mitch and Craig, they're stoked. They exchange high fives, jubilant over their showing. Ta-da. I can't believe the power this old boat has. I've never come out of the water so fast. And we weren't even close to full throttle. Stoker joins them. (laughs) Congrats on qualifying, bros. (laughs) Uh, Thanks. Uh, The same? A word of warning, though? You're running with the big boys now, dude. And you guys don't have a prayer. If you know what's best, you'll stay out of our way. That's a threat you sound like you're afraid of a little competition <laughs> yeah, nice you think you can provide some because you can't and you craig i mean how do i know your name you didn't look so sure on those legs it's a long race baby think about it Mwah. stoker leaves mitch craig and court exchange glances 
Uh, he's not out to win Miss Congeniality. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a race. We'll give him one. <laughs> not with this engine. It's shot. <gasps> oh, my God. You guys. Exterior beach day. Eddie trying to coax Shawnee in is ankle deep in water. He holds his arm out to her. Come on. I'm right here. Shawnee reluctantly joins him, but she has no lines. See? No problem. Eddie continues to treat her like a puppy. <laughs> backs into the water up to his knees. Okay. Okay. L- a little more. Mm, I don't like this, Eddie. If you're afraid of something, you have to confront it. Shawnee starts for him. Just as she's about to reach Eddie, he backs up further. I heard about a guy who was afraid to fly, so his doctor had him walk through a plane. It was empty, just sitting there at the airport. He gets way steep and stops. He goes all through the plane, sees it's no big deal. Now he flies everywhere. Shawnee's still nervous and isn't so sure about this analogy, (laughs) but she's encouraged by Eddie's words. Okay, doctor. She joins him again, concentrating with each step. Ooh, <laughs> splash, 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 splash. We've got some water, a little sand, a few waves. Eddie grabs her and shields her from a small wave that breaks across his back. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> they laugh. <laughs> My hero. <laughs> Eddie lets go of her and goes in chest deep. Hell yeah. Ah, this feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee joins him and clings to him. She's nervous, and Eddie senses this. Nothing to worry about. We're doing fine. Just fine. Eddie swims away from her now, only a short distance. Come on. Come on. You'll love it. Shawnee looks at him. She's apprehensive, but she'll give it a shot. Close up, Shawnee. As she starts to swim, panic sets in immediately. She has quick maniacal flashbacks. A shark in the water. Jill thrashing in the water. Ah, ah, Blood in the water. Ah, ah. Resumes scene. Shawnee freaks out. Uh, Can't swim. Uh, Starts to go under. Help! Eddie! There's like slow motion. If you you watch the episode, you'll see she has moments where it's like, Eddie! Eddie swims to Shawnee, brings her up, and starts to swim her back to shore. It's okay. It's okay. I got you. They reach the shore, and Eddie helps Shawnee out of the water. She collapses on the sand and sobs. She's so sad, man. And Eddie stands above her, catching his breath, angry at what he may have done, angry at the whole situation. And we... Interior headquarters, locker room day. Mitch follows Gardner, who sits down to eat lunch. I'll tell you the same thing I told my buddies down at the station. I don't know nothing about no boats. I don't want to know nothing about no boats. You don't have to. You know, engines. This is an engine that just happens to be in a boat. See, I don't understand how y'all let Court talk you into this. (laughs) It's not like you, Mitch. Court needs the money to pay for his grandfather's hip surgery. (laughs) Garner thinks about it, starts laughing. What's so funny? I used to work bunko. We call guys like you victims. Ever seen pictures of his granddaddy? Talk to him, maybe? Even Court wouldn't stoop that low. So what do you say? Will you help us? As Hmm. Garner's consider, we 
Begin montage. Gardner, Court, Mitch, and Craig use an engine hoist to lift the engine out of the boat. They work on the engine, parts scattered everywhere. Lower the engine back in the boat. They fire the boat up in the marina. Garner refusing to join them in the boat. Mitch, Court, and Craig fly across the water at high speed on the boat. Craig practices water skiing court. Craig and Mitch share a drink in court's garage. That's the end of the montage. That kind of worked, you guys. We're songwriters. Yeah. All right, interior court's garage. Edgar loved it. I did. Participated a, a lot in it. Yep. Interior court's garage night continues from montage. Drinks in hand. Mitch, Craig, and court admire the boat. Ah, she's full of power. Lays down a nice, smooth wake, too. We'll definitely give Stoker a race for the money. The door opens and Gwen sticks her head in, unsure if she's at the right place. Um, John? Gwen. He stares, he starts for the door, but before he can get there, Gwen has entered. She looks around the garage. Ooh, weird. Just a bit curious. It's not easy finding you. I went down to your yacht, but some people said they owned it. The steward said I might find you here. His yacht? You mean his boat. Points Here it is. He's pointing to the tulip. And Gwen looks confused. I, um, hmm. I'm leaving tonight and just wondered if, if you'd talked to your accountant yet. Why don't we go out? Oh, aren't you going to introduce us to your friend? Court feels himself sinking quickly. Uh, um, Gwendolyn Pierce, Craig Pomeroy, Mitch Buchanan. They shake hands. Pleased to meet you. We work with John. Oh, in real estate or at the record company? Craig and Mitch, and Mitch exchange a look with Court. Oh, what? <clears throat> Why don't you tell her, John? Court knows he's in too deep. So you're not staying for the big race? The race? N- no, I, uh, um, no, I had business here, so um, I thought I'd find out about John's donation to the convalescent home. Gwen tries to get her bearings, then maybe we should talk later. Good idea. I could just wait and follow you home. (laughs) (laughs) You won't have to go far. (laughs) This is home. Gwen starts to catch on. This? This is home? And this is your boat? She looks around again, everything's sinking in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Beverly Hills tycoon, Mr. John D. Court III, lives here? <laughs> Vomit in my mouth all these years. All these years, you're just a phony. Oh, now Mitch and Craig begin to catch on. Oh. You don't have an accountant that was going to send us $10,000. You were going to let the home go out of business. No, I can explain. You bet you can to the police. <gasps> Slap. Cha, pow. Thank you. Gwen slaps him across the face and storms out. Storm, storm, storm. And we fade out. <laughs> End of act three. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So there's some changes here, as well, I think, in all of these acts. Yeah, there's like tons um, of changes. They, they cut out the whole um, the qualifying heat. And rightfully so, because it's like, why would you have a qualifying heat yeah. for a yeah, water skiing race? Yeah, you don't need that. You kind of, yeah, you kind of already have all the fun. 
Yeah. Seeing them ski, so I don't want to see them ski again. Yeah. By the way, this is a real event. I looked it up. I thought I was watching this episode. I'm like, this is dumb. This can't be a thing that people <laughs> well, do. But it's a real it, thing. Yeah. I thought it was also dumb because in the last episode they used a contest, like a water contest. Yeah. Already as like a the main, the only plot. Oh, that's line, right. Uh, where it was the shark like, derby. It was yeah. a shark derby, and you fished shark for sharks. Derby. Oh, I feel like I know yeah. it was horrible. Yeah, I feel like that's probably going to be a thing that you guys could continue running this. Like, because how many yeah. things can you have happen at the beach besides like a volleyball contest? <laughs> that, like, that Oh, yeah. Yeah, give us. Can you give us a few more? You might think. Yeah, they burn them all on season one. Yeah, they do. Uh, volleyball contest. Let me see. Wet t-shirt competition. No, not no, yet. not yet. But that's sure probably coming. coming. Some sort of sandcastle t- contest. Ooh, that's definitely that's a thing that happens. That hasn't happened yet, though. Surfboard something something with surf. Surfing, surfboards yeah. a lot uh let me see probably some sort of dance hula but maybe that's no. more in Baywatch, hawaii yeah look at mm. there from 1999 to 2001 <laughs> yeah someone's been on their phone and not paying attention <laughs> to their script which i've never seen an episode of Baywatch, hawaii oh but we'll I'm get in, there we'll get there and oh, i'm interested to see what we'll it's like get but there. this also happened on community where they were just like let's just keep writing in dances so like yeah. almost every other episode, there's a school dance because they figured <laughs> they realized it was just an easy way to have all the characters in the same room. <laughs> all right, well that's great. Cool. Then. I guess that means Baywatch is better than we. Oh, thought. a storm. Ooh, have we? We've definitely. Uh, had yes, a there's storm. been yeah, there's, yeah, been, there's big been storms, storms. big storms, storms. Yeah. hurricane, yeah. competition, yeah, yeah hurricanes yeah, actually, competitions. And then we talked about how no, not necessarily. <laughs> oh, is there a masturbating competition? <laughs> not yeah. yet. You Season fucking two. wish. <laughs> I do. Written and directed by Louis C.K. I mean, there's a lot Yikes. of like, uh-huh. there's a lot of written sexuality in here. There's like that whole scene where he's at the locker room. It's surprisingly yeah, like, homoerotic. It is. Yeah. I Which I was like, you know what? I at least can appreciate it's a little equal opportunity. If you're going to have the boobs jiggling Sh- yeah. up yeah. and down, I appreciate they have a panning shot of a guy taking like unbuttoning his pants. Right. Yeah. And they, it's actually focused more on the men's bodies the first season yeah, it is yeah they didn't yeah. realize what it's also they had. shocking because we know that they have a lot of female characters in future seasons they had two main female characters and they kill one off before the season's <laughs> yeah. even done wow this was a shocking. show about men it kind of oh, yeah. yeah and then they s- probably realized like oh, oh people like the boobs we'll put more of the boobs yeah in. well what's so weird is that Shawnee has the way more interesting storyline in this episode. And again, she's being ignored for dudes skiing on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. But yeah. that changes a little bit in the actual episode. Okay. Like that it's whole scene. Better, yeah. That whole scene where he's like trying to help her in the water. She has a lot more agency. Yeah. And it's more like he's trying to trick her to go swimming again. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm not yeah. upset about Jill's death. I yeah. can do this. And he doesn't help her. And she goes into the water on her own accord. And she's like, I don't need your fucking help. And That's I need beautiful. to work out anyway. Yeah. Can I ask you all a question? Maybe it's spoiling something for myself. Actually, I won't ask. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write it in my notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so you guys know that I didn't make it up. Cool. Okay. But I have another I have another guess, but I won't say this one out loud. Why? Because I don't want it spoiled for myself based off of your guys' facial cues. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, 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 uh, in that scene, though, it's very funny what uh, does Shawnee in is she runs into some seaweed in the ocean. That's right. That's what happens. <laughs> it's very funny. It's just like seaweed. Ah. Yeah, that <laughs> she, she does freak out and then he does have to save her. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, she starts having a panic attack when she's traumatized by the death of her friend. Yeah, no, that's very reasonable. Yeah, so it it's is. like yeah. a little more reasonable, but still, totally. still, you guys. Oh, can I bring up something? This is so funny to me. Like, look, we're gonna find out more about John Court and Gwen. The big thing is he lied. That's wrong. Oh but it is also funny that she's. It just doesn't work. Like it's written poorly. It's like she's so upset. She's like, oh. You've been faking why you've been sending me five thousand yeah. dollars a year to help this thing I out. Know. You're like, yeah. he's done a good thing, regardless. <laughs> yeah, like, unless like, they're in a relationship, she shouldn't be and mad. And we, yeah, we'll find out. It's they're not really. It's like what, I what? Know. Yeah. So why is she mad that he was lying? Yeah. But you getting the money? I don't care where the money's coming from. If you're giving me the money, it's very baby. weird. Hey, you're telling me. And you just give me the money, baby. I don't care where it's from. You know what I mean? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to the babies in the world. <laughs> <laughs> And you Say know where there's a I'm talking to them babies in the <laughs> You know where there's a lot I've of never heard you talk like that. <laughs> you know where there's a lot of babies? Where? Oh, baby baby watch. watch. Baby watch. Baby watch. Baby watch watch. Baby bump watch. Act four. Fade in. Mm. Wow. Interior courts garage night. Craig and Mitch listen as court tries to explain the situation to them. I met her at a party one night. She was about the prettiest thing I'd ever seen. But there were all these rich politicians and businessmen, and I don't know. I was young. Thought if I told her I was rich and all. You lied to get her in bed. Yeah, except I never slept with her. She was the most innocent person I'd ever met. Right, innocent. And I could not soil her with my semen. (laughs) Probably still is. Anyway, I couldn't bring myself to tell her the truth. It would have killed that innocent mind. Or she would have killed you. Court rubs his cheek where she, where she struck him. Yeah. But $10,000 to continue a lie? <laughs> Even you have a limit, Court. <laughs> I wish it were that simple. I placed one of the patients at the home. A guy named Red Johnson. Craig oh, and listening. Mitch are listening. listening. <laughs> I was in South America running guns. Red was a former Navy SEAL. Knew the area well. I talked him into joining me on a trip right into an ambush. Red was hit. Severe head trauma. That's what they call it. He's fine physically, but mentally, he's like a five or six year old. Didn't he have family? He never mentioned any. (laughs) Tried to track him down, but... I had met Gwen already, so I knew about the home. I had some friends take him there, and that way I wouldn't have to answer any questions. When Gwen said they were cutting funding to the home, I couldn't just sit by and see them put everyone out. So why didn't you just tell us? Because it wasn't your problem. That, and it was kind of fun being from Beverly Hills for a while. (laughs) But didn't you think about what you were doing? I mean, that home was counting on you. They still can. Listen, I don't want the home to close down. And that's the truth. There's a race tomorrow, and I've got a great boat. But I still need a skier and a driver. What do you say? No more lies. Cross my heart and hope to be killed off. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch looks to Craig for input. And we... Interior locker room headquarters day. The room is empty except for Shawnee, who stands at her locker, a duffel bag sitting sitting on the bench next to her. She slides her nameplate off her locker and slips it into her bag. She opens up her locker and takes it out. Jill Riley's nameplate which has been in her locker since Jill's death since the last episode. Resume scene. 
Shawnee studies the plate, takes her fingers across Jill's name, then drops it in her bag as well. She reaches back into her locker. Garner enters the locker room and sees her. Thought you'd be down at the marina with the others. Garner approaches Shawnee. He knows something's up. I might go down later. I don't know. Garner pauses, unsure if he should pry. You going on vacation? No. I quit this morning. Shit. I thought you liked it here. Shit. I did. This doesn't have anything to do with Jill, does it? <sighs> she finishes clearing out her locker and looks at Garner. She sits down, defeated. Garner joins her. I, I thought I could handle it. I thought it would get better. I can't even go into the water now. I keep thinking about her. Garner nods his head. He understands. <laughs> about 10 years ago, I lost my partner. I'm interested. It was a routine traffic stop. Middle of the day. We go up to the car and some crazy guy comes down running down the street. Pulls out a gun and bam. Next thing I know, my partner's dead. What is this accent? <laughs> this guy comes out of nowhere. <laughs> he definitely I changed. Mean, nowhere. <laughs> he was on drugs. Thought we were after him or something. We were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Simple as lemonade. <laughs> Carter has Shawnee's undivided attention, especially the improvisation about lemonade. But everywhere I went after that, I thought somebody was going to kill me. <gasps> Finally, I had to get off the street. Just couldn't take it. <sighs> I kept seeing my partner everywhere, just like you see jail. So what do you do? So what did you do? Everybody told me just to climb back on the horse and try again. But it ain't that easy. I guess I just gave it time. Put it behind me as best as I could. I still think about Jimbo. <laughs> he was a great guy. Great beans, too. <laughs> I miss Jill. Hey, I do, too. But just remember, whatever you decide, you haven't failed here. You've made a difference. Shawnee stands up and gives Garner a big hug. Mm, thanks, Garner. Maybe mm. I'll see you at the race. Maybe. All right, I'll be standing right here till another white person has a problem. <laughs> and Garner stays there. Shawnee zips up her bag, throws it over her shoulder, and takes one last look around the place. Because she's quitting. Or is she? Exterior fishing boat, ocean day. The illegal fishing boat is towing a net. Fisherman number one looks up. Yikes. His POV, a couple of harbor patrol boats are headed their way. Harbor patrol. They see us and we're busted. I told you we should have come out earlier. Cut the net. They pull out knives and cut the lines to the net. The huge net falls away from the boat and sits in the water. They leave. Exterior, harbor po patrol boat, ocean, continuous. A couple of patrolmen, they look out over the water. Patrolman number one goes on the radio. Stars and stripes, this is spotter one. Oh, good. That's really good. Exterior official's boat, an official is at the radio. The course looks good. The official grabs a megaphone and goes to the stern of the boat, wondering how is he going to match that same kind of effect, but with a megaphone. <laughs> he signals to the flagman. Let's get ready. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
The flagman holds up a green flag and we angle on the race boats with skiers in tow following the officials' boats. Another angle. There's a bunch of angles. We got the boats. Mitch is at the wheel. Court is at his side. Craig is getting ready to rock on his ski. Uh, the officials' boat, the officials, they hold, they hold up the megaphone. Skiers ready and go! Flagman drops the green flag. Court braces himself. Mitch throws throttle all the way down the boat, roaring, roar, roar, roar. And um, then we've got a big-ass montage of the race. You know, skiers, they're, they're flying. Craig's flying. Craig Stoker's looking good. He's, a, he's the douchebag from earlier. Basically, what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of cool shots of skiers. And eventually, it'll just come down. People will start dropping off. It'll come down to Craig and the main antagonist, Stoker. And then it'll seem like, ooh, who's going to win? But guess what happens? Craig and Stoker, they're going to get caught in the ski net. Yes. There's also a note in here. The jetty is packed with spectators and gorgeous race queens. But (laughs) they dropped that for the episode. They did drop that. Damn it. All right, I'll just read the montage. (laughs) No, that was great. That was good. Thanks, you guys. You are my good friends. (laughs) Oh, and the fishing net is out there in the water. Oh, the fishing net's out there in the water for now. For now. So that's the end of the montage. But there will be another montage (laughs) soon. All right, so now we're back at exterior tower, beach day. Shawnee, her bag over her shoulder. She walks up the ramp of the tower. The door is open. Nobody there. Hello? (laughs) So fucking stupid because as soon as you open the door, you can see the entire, like everything that's in the tower. It's one room. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. Who's out there? Nobody answers. She walks in the tower. Shawnee spots a towel she left behind earlier. My towel. She opens her bag and drops it in. She goes to the desk, puts her bag on top, and she sees all these photographs. There's a bunch of photographs of her and Eddie. They look like they were all taken in the course of like <laughs> yeah. a couple, the same day with two outfit like changes. Four pictures so they're with all like, wearing the same yeah, outfit yeah. when you watch the show. Um, various poses. They're looking all like a staged couple. Um, she's smiling, fond memories. Oh my God. She pulls them off the wall. She puts them in her bag. But wait a minute. She thinks it, She thinks about it for a second, and she's like, you know what? I'm actually not going to put these in my bag. I'm going to hang these right back up because I'm not going to quit. We see this change of heart, but not with any dialogue because Shawnee doesn't deserve dialogue. She looks around for anything else that might be hers when she hears a woman's voice. When she hears a woman's voice. Help vo- me! Help me! <laughs> Great. Somebody. That's, that's offensive. Somebody. Instinctively, Shawnee runs out the door, Isn't kicking. That what the, the woman f- says, "Yeah." I I, for, for guessing, you were just about right on. <laughs> but I was like, "Oh, you missed the somebody." <laughs> so this is kind of random, but yeah. instinctively, Shawnee runs out the door. You know, because someone's crying for help. Oh yeah, kicking, and then she kicks the phone off the hook as she goes. Why? Like, why? Just to be like, <laughs> what a fucking did. I guess. Uh, I think <laughs> that, but I don't think that's in the action. No. That doesn't. But what a weird detail to include in the script. Thanks, Rolf. Thanks a lot, Rolf. (laughs) Exterior beach day. Shawnee runs down to the beach. A woman's pointing to her daughter who's going down in the water. Oh, Shawnee runs to the water, hits it, and freezes again. She looks up. She looks up and down the beach for help. Her point of view. Newman is running towards her. This other guy, this other lifeguard that we never see. But he's down next by the tower. 
Time is against her. She has to go in. She charges out into the water, dives through a wave, swims out to the child, pulls the child in. Ashani lays the girl across her side. Basically, she's met by the other lifeguard and the child's mother. She steps away from them, and we see how nervous she really is. Ooh, I'm so nervous and traumatized. Uh, then, pew, woo, woo, woo. Immediately after, a beach truck pulls up, and Eddie is there with some other lifeguard, and they also are there to help. Back to the scene. Shawnee catches her breath. The mother and lifeguards work with the girl, Newman, giving mouth to mouth. The girl coughs, <coughs> and there's a collective sigh of relief. Phew, seeing all is well, Eddie goes to Shawnee. How you doing? Okay, now, I thought I was going to be sick. Shawnee looks at him, then at the girl. I was so scared. I don't know if, I, if I'll ever get over that. I heard you cleared out your locker. I thought I'd look for a new job. But I guess every job has its risks. I mean, look at policemen. And firemen. Sumo wrestlers. <laughs> uh. Uh, Shawnee and Eddie smile and we. Exterior ocean, Avalon Bay, day. About four or five boats lead the race. Uh, the Tulip and the Terminator among them. The first couple boats round the marker boat in the bay and the Tulip approaches the marker boat. Mitch moves the boat in hopes that, to take the turn right. Look, it's another, we're back at this montage. The Terminator comes up along the inside of the tulip, gets almost even with them, and tries to force them out. Aware of the Terminator's, Terminator's tactics, Mitch and Court refuse to budge. Mitch. <laughs> uh, come on, come on. Hang in there. Don't let him move you out. Terminator backs down from the tulip to pull even inside of Craig. As the tulip rounds the marker boat, the Terminator, still on Craig's inside, forces Craig out of the tulip's wake. He left the wake. Swing out. Mitch swings the boat wide to make it easier for Craig to get back in the wake. Craig hits some fierce-ass swells outside of the wake. Using all his strength, he maintains his balance and climbs back onto the tulip's wake. He's fine, you guys. Back to the scene. The Terminator gains the lead. And then this is when we see the fishing net looking out on the horizon where we see boats approaching. Five boats, including the tulip and the Terminator, are grouped together, all fighting for the lead. When dun 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 dun, this is when they hit the net. <sighs> Fuck! Mitch immediately kills the engine, coasts through the net. The skiers all go down. A couple very hard, so hard. Craig minus his ski struggles to free himself from the net. He looks around and he sees the other skiers are spread across the net. Everybody's fucked. A couple obviously injured. Mitch restarts the engine. Vroom vroom and swings back around to the net. Court gets on the radio. This is the tulip calling Baywatch. We've got skiers down on the back stretch. I repeat, skiers down. Possible injuries over. Read you, tulip. Dispatching help over. Jesus Christ. That was much worse than Zach. Zach's was actually good. But good job. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I fucking sucked ass. <laughs> How come when you're mean to me, it's fine, but then I'm mean to you and it you're too hurts empathetic. me more? Yeah. Wow. Edgar's a stone cold bully. Well, back to the scene. As the boats all return, Craig swims over to one skier who's lying face down in the water. He rolls him over the skier. Blood appearing on his face groans. As the injured skier's boat carefully pulls alongside him and Craig, Craig helps lift the skier into the boat, ad-libbing stuff like careful. careful. <laughs> and Watch his head. I can't believe someone got paid to write that. I line. know. <laughs> it's really in there. A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch jumps in the water to help another skier. 
Stoker is tangled up in the net. Craig swims over to help him. Sober. My legs. I know. Swims <laughs> sober to help him. My legs. They're caught. <laughs> Craig dives underwater and helps free his legs from the net. He resurfaces. Stoker swims off. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I'm going to win this oh, race. Fuck damn, you. Fuck. I fell for it. Various angles. Oh, man. More stuff's happening, you guys. A couple of boats. Uh, Craig swims over to help. Mitch lift the skier into the boat. A couple of boats that were behind in the race now roar past and then the, past the five that hit the net. Stoker quickly gets his ski back on. Mitch climbs back into the tulip. The Terminator and the other boat get back in the race as a Baywatch boat arrives. Pew, woo, woo. Another racer calls to the tulip from his boat. Oh, that's me. I'm dead in the water. You might as well take off. I'll stay and help. Mitch waves, so I guess it's all good. Now they can go and continue the race and win the race because this other racer is like, no, I'm going to help instead. So Craig's back. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Craig's back in his ski and the tulip takes off. Tulip is really roaring now. (laughs) Mitch, (laughs) excellent. Mitch has his hands full at the wheel and throttle. Ooh, yeah. Trim it out a little more. We got to make up some time. Court at the trim plates, <laughs> whatever that, that means. I don't know. He made that up. <laughs> it's a trim switch plates. to adjust the outdrives. <laughs> boat stuff. The boat picks up speed and passes a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful. <laughs> about uh, the Terminator is about to take the lead. It catches the boats that pass them by at the net. Pass, the Tulip and Craig pass a couple more boats. Tremendous speed. Great speed. Crowd reacts. Everyone's clapping. Someone. Sees the boats coming over the horizon. Garner and Hobie. Hobie is Mitch's son. Look anxiously over the water. Who's going to win? I'll tell you who wins. Well, first the engine whines. Trim it out all you can. Court taps the switch. Has to be careful. What does it all mean? Smoke (laughs) begins to appear. Fuck, man. The tulip and Terminator are locked in a virtual tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the finish line, we look at the approaching boats. Hobie and Garner cheer on from the tulip from the jetty. Craig looks to his side. Stoker is dead, even with him. Craig grabs the tow line hand over hand and uses all his strength to start pulling himself up the rope while the boat is flying full speed. So Stoker is copycatting. Mitch looks over his shoulder to see what Craig is doing. Take the wheel. (laughs) Court grabs the wheel. Mitch goes to the stern. The point is, look, I'm skipping all of this. And yeah, yeah, fuck, man, this is insane. They keep going back and forth. It's pretty exciting stuff. It reads really well on the page. Comes across (laughs) well on the page. Uh, the point is Craig wins, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, Woo! Garner and Hobie go nuts. And we, the crowd has gathered to congratulate the victors. Mitch, Craig and court receive kisses from the race queen. <laughs> court holding his kiss longer than the <laughs> what others. What a fucking purr. Yeah. The race official holds out the grand prize check. To the grand champions, $15,000. Get serious. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, Craig, and Court smile, and we freeze frame. Uh, the end. Yeah. We Whoa. did it. We did it, you guys. Dialogue is so much more fun than uh, August 27, <laughs> 2019, at 2.06 p.m., I wrote down, Fisherman Ruin Stoker's Chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I saw it. I was like, why is this scene in here? This yeah. scene makes no sense. You know, and they actually, it's so ridiculous. They end up cutting <laughs> totally the cut fishermen from the episode. And what ends up happening is that you just see that there's a net yeah. there. Oh, Which wow. works. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I buy that there's nets floating yeah. in the water. Mm-hmm. So that fisherman scene is so unnecessary. Yeah. So, unnecessary. so unnecessary. Yeah, it really is. Um, Yeah, that and... But the... You're mostly correct, but it the net ruin like puts both Stoker and Craig at jeopardy. Yes, and it actually, so it, it cancels each other. It kind of cancels. It's kind so of an it unnecessary. Still also beat. seems unnecessary. Yeah, it's a necessary beat because they still. I mean, yeah. I guess it gets rid of a ton of racers, and we get to see the Baywatch people in action. Yeah, but yeah, like they didn't need it at all because mm-hmm. yeah, Stoker just gets back up and they're right back to it. I think it's mind-boggling how much money the writers of this show made. <laughs> to write yeah yeah one of the worst female characters i've ever read in my life oh my god in the form of gwen <laughs> yeah innocent she's innocent I forgot. oh my god i forgot that she was supposed to be described oh. as innocent and court's going and, bag that bro yeah it's, it was yeah. i didn't even sleep with her. i know it's crazy though right he's like he keeps sending money to her for the chance to sleep like what is this situation it sounds like a prostitution thing with no sex yeah, right? but it would crush her if she knew but without I her knowledge. I wasn't rich. He's like, I'm just really interested in her and I hope to be with her someday. So I'm going to keep sending money to this. Hey, you know, I think like, you know, sometimes you have those long term cons, you know what I'm saying? I guess. Why are you looking at me when you say that? We've been dating two years. Long term con, you know what I mean? I, it, are I you hoping don't. to get something? <laughs> long term. That you haven't gotten? A, a, do you want to like me to give you a child or something? Long term con. Do baby. you want him to want you to give him a child? You know what? If you had to guess who wants a kid and who doesn't want a kid in this relationship, who would you guess? That feels well, like a trap. No, go for it, guess. <laughs> Edgar wants one, but he's. I was going to yeah. say. He Edgar. feels awkward about it. <laughs> what, what do I feel awkward about? The fact that one time he that said, want I want to put a baby in you. That's not what I feel awkward You feel about. awkward about it because the Amazon is dying and there's no. going to be no planet left well, for your unborn child. That is something that they were talking about on Air Talk today. But no, that's not. <laughs> oh yeah, well if Air Who Talk can talk you? about it, Baywatch Watch can talk about it. Except we won't because that's because uh, Zach will be mad. And you don't want to see Zach I'm mad. Not gonna be mad if we talk about the amazon so mad right no. now i again i still think that the shawnee storyline is the most interesting storyline and should have been the a story rather than, than the, the yeah it was barely even the b story it got like three scenes total yeah but this show is a fun and games show yeah so the shawnee storyline was a little too dramatic it is very dramatic i think there might have been an extra scene or two with shawnee there in, were. The, in okay. the episode there's, there's actually more i was just looking at my notes i have just a little bit of notes there's a uh, a very funny scene where like kind of early on after Shani has the moment where she cramps up and like can't go back in the water, this girl comes up to her when she's walking along the beach and is like, hey, um, oh, that's uh, right. can you help me with my beach ball? I went in the ocean and the beach ball is just like barely there in the ocean. She sees it and she has she gives, has like a panic attack and she's like, I'm sorry, the current is taking it away. And she's <laughs> like, but it's right there. <laughs> no, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, is Shani... Cool. Is she a good actress? She's actually yeah. like, especially she is, in and this, especially in after reading this script, I'm like, <laughs> she's a great actress. She is. She yeah. brings she, it. She yeah. brings, brings it. it. Um, um, Jill, was, who got killed off, could not. This is so come bad. To, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, Shawnee's a. She ain't that fine. 
Shani is a fine lady. She was also much better looking than Jill. Just a objectively speaking. Oh, Jill and Shani look kind of the same, but Shani has curly hair. Let me see Jill. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Is this Jill? Yeah, that's a yeah. good photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, she's oh, an attractive shit. woman. No, yeah. no, she's say not it, like say a, it. She's not like a babe. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at her. She's not, look. She's not like a babe. Where'd she go, where'd she go to after that? She looks like a I horse. I have no idea. I think yeah, I nothing. Know. Probably nothing. Um, nah, she probably had a huge career after that. Oh, you know, oh, he's not in this episode, the Australian guy. He's Trevor? No, yeah. Trevor's I, never I just read yesterday he has a very successful career in Australia back in Australia. Yeah. Oh, I believe Which he is it. Australian, but yeah. Um, yeah, he's doing well. You guys want to know what Jill went on to do after Baywatch? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to find her. But... First of all, she's a beauty queen. Oh. She was in Amityville. It's about time. She was in police Academy three. Oh. Um, I think she had kids in the nineties and that kind of, mm. her name was Sean mm. Weatherly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also from San Antonio, Texas. What? Wow. wow. A lot of talent. You think they talked about San it? Antonio. You know what? I'll say this. Didn't have mm. a very impressive career. Ended in 1999. Still has a Wikipedia page. Oh, man. Yeah. She's been in a couple of stuff since then. I think her claim to fame was Case. she was Miss South Carolina, Miss USA, oh. and Miss Universe. Oh, fuck. She was Miss Universe? She was Miss Universe. What a mediocre Miss Universe. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. <laughs> Shawnee can't get any love on Baywatch or Baywatch Watch. Not Shawnee. Sorry. Jill, who's played by Sean Weatherly. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. The names. Well, you know, what a whirlwind, you guys. What a freaking, what a ride. Oh, what a wild ride. Yeah. Oh, another big change, I will say, is that on the uh, actual episode, um, Gwen sticks around. Yeah. She's like okay with the explanation. She comes around and she's like, sorry, it just shocked me. Like, it's actually totally yeah. okay. And like, it's amazing that you were, have been able to donate five grand every year. Right. Also, I just, you didn't have to lie. So it just took me off guard. And then they the, make one more revision. And I'm very innocent. Script. I'm very, very innocent. Very innocent. And then Red, Red Johnson, very, right? was the former Navy SEAL. Yeah. That, that character doesn't exist. And that monologue gets changed entirely. It's instead his actual uncle Stan is, um, yeah. A patient or whatever you call it. Someone that lives at this convalescent home. And he's very sick. Yeah. And so he goes to see him and all. Huh? Um, Who do you think gave these notes? I don't know. Everyone at different times were probably like, this is trash. Probably the yeah. They were just like, this is insane. I almost imagine yeah. the director is just like, yeah, we're not shooting this scene. Let's do this. You know, like mm -hmm. constantly yeah. throughout this. Uh, change it to this. Change it to this. That's dumb. They had an hour and they just wrote a bunch of filler. This is it's a lot of filler. Yeah. It's just like, and like in the episode, in the actual episode still, there's like an unnecessary number of montages of they water skiing and water sports. They love montages. And of like Shawnee reflecting on Jill's death. They like cut so having. much then. They must have cut a yeah. lot yeah. and been like, we got to fill this shit. Yeah. Second unit. Yeah. <laughs> Get some shots of some people on the beach. It's funny. They made it work. It's pretty much every know? episode but though like, is just lots of montages. So it's yeah. probably like a common problem oh, that yeah. they're like, yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to say this script is dated February 7th, 1990. And I looked it up. The episode premiered on, oh, happy birthday. Well, and then, just the year. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, this, this episode aired March 16th, just a little over a month later. Which I've, I don't know. And they were pumping these right? out. That, that's wow. what seems like. They were kind of pumping close. these out. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And it's also, you know, back then it was like film. They didn't, 
it's a lot yeah. easier now to edit. Yeah. Um, and like pumping these out. And press. But they got it out that quickly. I guess I'll give them some credit. They <laughs> had to write it really fast. Yeah. yeah. And they probably had like a formula of like, this is how we do each of the episodes. Mm-hmm. You have to write it like this. I have to yeah. have two montages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to see the Baywatch people saving people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the first season, right? So they're probably figuring out that formula. Fuck you. <laughs> Again, you guys can refer to my... Uh, it is hot at the beach, you guys. You can it refer to my, uh, my shirt. Hey, Edgar, take your fingers and shove them up your butt. I wish I could right now in this moment, but I currently have a swollen anus. Wow. From poor quality of toilet paper. Oh, no. Dude, I have always toilet paper? said... I've always said that you should not skimp on cheap toilet paper. Good point. Just yeah. go with Charmin. Just buy it. Yeah. Who's toilet paper? Yours, No, Anna. it wasn't. It was the gym bodybuilders. Oh. I took a poop there. <laughs> After a solid workout. And the quality of the toilet paper was poor. Was it one ply? It was one ply, and it was a kind where, you know, when you wipe and then you go, shit has to be on my hand. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that this stops shit from getting on my hand. Right, yeah. This is so thin. Yeah. You know, that's exactly how You walked right back out. I walked right back out, and I said, I got one more set. (laughs) (laughs) And you high five six I high five six guys. So guys, that's a quality set. And I said, hey, you want to spot me? But spot me by holding my hands. (laughs) Very inconsiderate. <laughs> Very inconsiderate indeed. Um, oh, should we do awards real quick? Uh, yeah, or, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think it's time. So um, we have awards, which are usually uh, every, someone gets a Oscar for best actor, a Jilzy for worst actor um, after the Oscars and the Razzies. I don't know yeah. if you figured that out. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> Even though uh, you didn't watch the episode, who does your Oscar go to? I'm going to give it to, based off of the script, yeah. Garner. I feel like Garner had a very strong emotional turn in this episode. I feel like he brought a lot. I feel like that scene with, is that still in the episode where it he is. talks about it his is, partner? Yeah. I was actually going to give Garner the Oscar as well because uh, of that scene. I like, the, yeah, the actor that plays Oscar. And uh, Oscar, sorry. The, <laughs> the actor that plays Garner. I like. He's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Better than really what good. we got? <laughs> Possibly. Ooh, burn. You want some uh, aloe vera with that roast? Because you're burned. Because you're burned. Because you got burned. Because you got burned. As you a got black burned man, so I've never bad. experienced a sunburn before. You got, well, you, until now, because you just yeah. got burned, buddy. Burned as, burned as a beast. I would give a Jilzy to uh, Court, actually. Oh, interesting. Ah. His, the storyline seemed dumb. Acting tough about all of it seemed dumb. Yeah. I don't understand why he lied. Yeah, it was really weird that he lied and then made it so much worse with the grandfather hip thing. <laughs> well, that was yeah. Eddie, but yeah, he should have just been like... What? No, yeah, not... A, yeah. That was crazy. That was like, you know what? I have this very mild lie. I'm going to double down and make it worse. It, you, bring, mm-hmm. you bring up a good point. Why not just tell the truth, right? Yeah. It's that like, point. hey, I need money to donate to save this old person's home. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> same speech he had later on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, Everyone mean, be on board I with wanted that. more stakes with this girl. I wanted it to be like, I've been in love with her for the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She's, my almost, she's my ex-wife. She's my ex-wife. I yeah. almost, we almost got together, but yeah, yeah it was no stakes. Nothing. 
it was her father yeah. that I put into the home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, in an ambush back in uh, wherever yeah. he was. Also, this guy's a lifeguard, but he used to be a gun runner in South America. Uh, he's got quite a backstory that we probably haven't even learned all of it yet. He's also know. like, he looks like 35. So in Bay, so he's probably actually like 29. Yeah. Also in the world of in Baywatch. In the world of Baywatch. Uh, he wears a cowboy hat a lot of times. He wears oh, a cowboy weird. hat and a leather jacket. Like, but but like a cowboy hat that like I don't know, like a renegade would wear yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know who my, who my Jilzy is yet. Um, but Anna, do you have a Hosker and a Jilzy that you'd like to give out? Yeah, a Hosker goes to. Um, I guess I would say the mechanic. You know what is crazy? When watching the episode and the mechanic scene happened, I actually thought the guy who played the mechanic was really good. And I mm-hmm. was like, my Oscar might go to the mechanic. Yeah, it was a very, surpri- he had surprisingly naturalistic lines. Yeah. And then, but then when Garner, <laughs> the Garner arc happened, I switched to Garner. Yeah. I agree with that choice. Uh, Jill Z goes to uh, Shawnee. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But it's not her fault. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But those lines are rough. Yeah, you're right. They are rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my Jilzy is actually going to go to Eddie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I just realized the salesman is totally cut out of the episode. Oh, yeah. He's cut out it, as well. And also, it is so odd that because he's in two scenes here and the second scene, he's at the mechanic with them. I'm like, no salesman would go with yeah. someone to a mechanic. Yeah, I sold you a bad boat. Let's go talk to the mechanic yeah. about it. No, he's like, I'm out of here. That's what the salesman would do. Um, so does your Jilzy go to the salesman? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Jilzy goes to the salesman because he didn't even make it into the episode. Um, my Oscar goes to Anna and Edgar for amazing. I'm looking at who leaves the cast and who comes <laughs> back in the cast right yeah. now. Shawnee and Eddie don't last for very long. They, they actually, what, Whoa, another season or so? Spoiler alert. Yeah. They leave after the third season. Which, that's pretty good, though. Because I think good. most of the other people are gone, yeah. or for the most part. Besides yeah. Mitch, of course, and Garner. Garner's there pretty much the whole series. Yeah, Mitch. Um, Mitch oh, stays all the way up until the 11th season. Um, you know, I'm going to give out a special shout out to the John Stoker guy. That guy was pretty good. Oh, John Stoker. Stoker yeah, it's, yeah. it's like Although, a dumb, ridiculous role, but it's like he played it well. Like the, why is this? He's like the defending champion of uh, water ski racing. But for some reason, he's like, oh, new guys, I'm going to bully them. And, yeah. yeah it's like, and he's supposed to be the villain because wait, he's a bully. What? And then like yeah. in the earlier, the first half of the season, um, there were like real villains, like criminals who were you know, trying to smuggle drugs. Yeah, you're like, right. This is a much lesser stakes and villain. So, yeah, they lowered the stakes during the second half of the season. Yeah. I think because they were running oh. out of money and running out of ideas. And like totally. they couldn't, because like there were also a lot more, like every episode was like a Michael Bay movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was like helicopters, oh, yeah. vehicles. That's so expensive. It was oh. so expensive. You should see and the, you could just see how like, they were like, we don't have money the anymore. Pi- the pilot has so many. need to so kill many, some people yeah. for a dead weight on the cast. The like, pilot has so many vehicles in it. It's yeah. like multiple the, helicopters, uh, The pilot's boats. a feature. It's a feature, yeah. 
Jesus Christ. And they they tried crazy. to keep that going during the show, and sometimes they'd bring that stuff in. Oh, my God. They had to cut back, probably. They had to cut back big time. Uh, body so, count, I totally forgot about, but I almost zero, maybe? I don't know. Was I there? think Court gets, like, one for the body count, because he's always showing off. Okay, showing definitely off in the script. There's in that the script, locker scene. he's like, yeah. yeah. Um, so we do body count where we're keeping track of all the gratuitous sexy body shots. Season Just one. one. Just one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, well, our best montage too, right? Yeah, but I say none of them because there's too many. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Court watch. There's more in the show. It's court watching water skiers and looking at boats. <laughs> Sean's memory of Jill and the shark, fixing the boat one and boat race. I'll go with fixing the boat because it had a fun song, and they were, looked happy to be fixing the boat. Great. Okay. That one wins best montage. And now you rate the episode out of six Hasselhoffs. Uh, I'll give this two Hasselhoffs. Wow. Uh, this was a very bad episode <laughs> of the show. Stakes were very, very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, very predictable storyline, although I was wrong about one of my predictions. What were you wrong oh, about? I thought yeah. that uh, Gardner would end up in a boat. Oh, yeah. He oftentimes he actually, does and hates it, yeah. but not in this one. He does help fix the boat. He though. does help yeah. fix the boat. I was like, they got to come back to Gardner at some point. But... Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, this was a very bad episode of the show, in my opinion. From reading the script, I don't know if into watching it, it's a lot more fun. But this was awful. Ever so slightly. <laughs> this was awful. What did you give it? Two. Oof. Out of six. Uh, I'll give it four. Wow, that's very high. <laughs> well, I mean, here's now what I'll your here's what I'll say. As much as I don't like the Gwen storyline. I did have a lot of fun with the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. With the, the race, you know, and fixing the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I yeah. actually am more interested in that than the Shawnee line. No offense. No, for sure. Yeah. Zach, I'm not ready. Okay. Um, I'll give it three Hasselhoffs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think poorly written, but it definitely played a lot more fun in the episode. Yeah, I like the episode a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and that was the thing. It always kind of, even though it's like not good television, it was interesting pretty much the whole way through. I was like, all right, it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had a bunch of water ski tricks too, which aren't that interesting. But <laughs> they, they're like montages cool would be watch. like people like twisting in the air with their water ski it's pretty radical it's pretty radical it so sounds you guys radical. had to be there but did you see the pretty radical. did you see yeah. the trick in the one of the montages where the guy had on two water skis and then he like ditched one of the water skis and went to one water ski which seems like yes. a really stupid trick because you're I like now you gotta go one. find that water ski mm-hmm. just because you wanted to do this stupid trick <laughs> you probably lost a water ski and polluted the ocean yeah it was worth it and polluted the oceans talk about me further. eating a burger I, too, will give it three Hasselhoffs okay. for all the aforementioned reasons. Um, and that's my score. And I'm sticking to it. Cool. Yeah. One, I give it one Hasselhoff because of its, like, fast turnaround. Yeah. That's very incredible. Two, the second one yeah. for the, giving it for the boys, having, having a laugh. Yeah. What's the third one for? Yeah. Because I'm nice. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, Not wow. to toot my own horn, but. It has been said that I'm a nice person. It's been said. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of wrong things have been said. 
It's ridiculous. All right, that's it. We gotta go. <laughs> Thank so you guys so much. Um, do you have anything you wanna? Yeah, we listen to the Wokest. Yeah, on Stitcher to, Premium. Listen yeah. to Culture Kings on iHeartRadio. That's right. That's correct. Yes. I'm Edgar's publicist. <laughs> now, Edgar, it's your time, turn to pu- plug me. Watch, uh, watch Cookie Berg. Yeah, uh, Mondays, Thursdays are Friday. Well, actually, I think. I only have like two shows left. Uh, well, they'll be on Monday, Thursdays, or Fridays on uh, on that UCB stage. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And uh, look at Bad Comics by Anna. And that's at Bad Comics, B-A-D-C-O-M-I-X-B-Y-A-N-N-A. Hell yeah. <laughs> you can find oh. those on the Instagram and the Twitters, Sorry. all her great jokes and the visuals Sorry. that go along with them. How about you guys? Where do you find you guys? You can find Zach all over town catching waves. <laughs> surfing. I'm doing surfing. surfing now. <laughs> yeah. surfing. City surfing. Uh, Instagram at Real Zach Olson. <laughs> and Instagram for Baywatch at Baywatch Watch. And Twitter at Baywatch Watch. Yeah. You can find me in your dreams. Wow. That was good, right? Uh do 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 do